You see, you can't plan for everything. <clears throat> yeah, so I made coffee this morning, and I, uh, so I go to a number 10 for mine. That's how much coffee I use for my big coffee thing, and a number 4 for Victoria. And uh, I put the 10 in mine, and I put the 4 in mine, and so I've got a very strong coffee this morning. So... Grandpa used to say people who need coffee shouldn't be people who make coffee. So apparently I need coffee today, at least according to Grandpa. Uh, on the other hand, you can't plan for everything. That's another thing he used to say. But he didn't say it in a defensive way. Because he didn't plan for much. He taught me... In a way, he gave me the basics for some of this stuff, because... You can give life to anything lovely. You can give life to any of your desires. Why not? Go for it. But you can't plan for everything. You get how most people live that statement? By the way, you get how most people live their lives. They try to plan for everything. But what if this? But what if that? And But if this happens and then that? You see, I am a very strategic guy. I run my businesses and I do my projects in a very strategic way. Uh, if you're in Manifesting Mastery, you'll notice that when I send out the when you send out the uh, the email to you, uh, Manifesting Mastery is on two different websites. There's a reason for that. They're on two different servers. So if one goes down, the other one's still there because I want everyone doing their lessons. See, it's really not planning for everything. For me, that's just common sense. It's the internet. <laughs> But here's what I here's where it comes from, and this is what's important. I imagine every day waking up to lots and lots of cool emails, and I do. And I've got a bunch in there I'll be diving into shortly before the dog park. Now, here's the thing, guys. If I sat around and went, okay, so, but you can't plan for everything, but... So if one server goes down, I'll make sure I have another one. Well, if both servers go down, I'll make sure I got something else. Well, if both servers go down and I don't have internet and Australia falls off the planet, then a lot of people live their lives like that and they don't know that they are. So let's get personal. Ready? Some people think the bankers are out to get them. Uh, when I started hearing about the builder bankers and the uh, One World Order or something, whatever it is, I was thinking, the bankers? Well, I know Larry, the banker. He's not all that smart. I mean, his wife's pretty, but we all know why she married him. He's not that smart of a father. And then I went to the other bank, and it's like, oh, I'm talking family-owned banks. And it's like, oh, they're, I mean, they're smart enough to handle the money, but I can't see them handling the world. I mean, these guys can't get their grass cut on a regular basis. And look at that. <laughs> uh, you see, if you make it personal... You know, the whole Builder-Banker One World Order thing, uh, it falls apart. See, most people can't run their lives. And so they blame the Builder-Bankers and the One World Order. And all you need to do is get your life in order. Stop imagining that there's people out there doing things to manipulate the... By the way, maybe there are. But I'll be honest, I mean, I've been aware of that kind of stuff since the early 80s. I mean... Yeah, one side of the family was all into Jesus is coming, and the other side was into the, uh, yeah, the economic collapse brought about by the bankers. I mean, not really, but 
the neighborhood was split like that. And here's the deal. Jesus didn't come, and the builder bankers didn't crash the economy. But it's coming soon. Something happened in 2008. We've got a revolution coming to America, and Australia, and New Guinea. And you see, I, I've managed to live a life because I chose to live a life. In other words, I stopped running from concepts like bankers and builders and new world orders and stuff. And I imagined up something lovely. And I still do. And I want you to. And by the way, if you think you're not uh, impacted by this, here's an email I got this morning. Hey, TT, listen, uh, I'm negative because uh, I'm usually a very positive person, but I've been around people that are negative about health. <laughs> and I'm finding that I'm getting worried some about my health because they're always talking about possible things that can go wrong and the newest thing that they read about that's happening and people that are poisoned by fluoride and chemtrails and, well, you know, you can't trust who makes your vitamins, much less your medicines. And I mean, you might not need medicines, but everyone needs it. And it's like, oh yeah? Well, guess what? <laughs> you know, they're falling for concepts too. The new world order, its impact in your life, let's assume it may or may not exist like vitamin D. Uh, its impact in your life is determined by you. By the way, I happen to like vitamin D. I'll, I'll, let's get that out of the way. Because some people say, well, because he takes vitamin D, he doesn't believe in this. No, I believe. I experienced living to well over 100 years old. Well over. And I feel like taking some supplementation. I also feel like smoking cigars and drinking scotch and eating meat. And some people don't like that either. But here's the thing. A long time ago, I stopped eating what I enjoy. I did violence to my desires. And so when I stopped eating what I enjoyed and doing what I enjoyed, I tried not to be a sexual guy like Neville. You know, like Neville tried to be celibate for a while and a vegan and so on, at least a vegetarian. Been there, done that. And I was giving life to concepts. I don't know, veganism will make me a healthier person. Uh, no, instead of imagining health and discovering, you see, when I live from the state of healthy, I eat meat, I love fat, I drink coffee, uh, and for some reason there are groups of people that are saying, this is good for you, and I'm losing weight, and feeling great, and I've got heaps of mental clarity, I sleep like a baby, usually, as much as I can. So that's it, guys. Notice if you're giving life to concepts that are driving you crazy, the crazy concept show, or are you giving life to your desires? Because you're worth it. You really are. God speaks to man through the medium of his basic desires, Neville says. Your desires are divine in origin. What if that was the only way that, to, quote unquote, your higher self or God spoke to you through your desires? Give life to him so you can know imagination. Remember, Neville said you came here for a divine purpose, to know imagination. And you're not going to know imagination if you're thinking the results of all this stuff is the builder bankers and the burgers and Larry the banker who really can't tie his shoes all that well. But you know how bankers are. They're sneaky. They're like ninjas. They're taking over the world. Why 3K is coming? It's going to be a few thousand years, but if you're reincarnated a bunch of times, you could be here. So start, 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 start stockpiling toilet paper and stuff. You never know when you might have a crappy day. Or you can give life to your dreams and your desires.
All right, you know what kind of mood I'm in. We've got a live event coming up. You can't get in now if you aren't already. <laughs> Love you. See ya. Freenevel.com. Go get some goodies. Read some stuff. Get on the 220 email list. Ah, it's on the podcast page, by the way. And get on those easymanifestingmethods.com things. If you're not getting those, my God. See ya. <laughs>